Okay. Now let's just hope it actually works. Because I've had several times where I click on the link and all I hear is... This is an RFC Extra, uh, pre-San Diego Comic-Con, because, of course, instead of revealing the stuff at the actual show, it's better to send stuff to various random news outlets like Game Informer to uh, spoil the reveals early. And that's exactly what happened today when we got our first look at the War for Cybertron Siege Generations line for 2019. I'm XV, and I am joined tonight by Headmaster Don, Jason Kirk, Matt, a.k.a. Melvar, and Rob Clay. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Hi, so, so the question I have to ask you guys first is when we heard about the War for Cybertron line, what did you expect this to be? I expected it to be... Cybertronian modes? Yeah, I, I expected it to be pre-launch of the arc. The, the, the mm-hmm. beginning of the war or very early on, say, War Dawn era up until the launch of the arc. Mm-hmm. I... You know, after that extremely Sunbow Orion PAX, I was very much expecting when they were talking about, you know, having more than meets the eye part one as an influence, I was expecting something a lot more Sunbow flavored than what we're looking at so far. Especially considering the fact that they called out by name the Tetrajet design. Yeah. I mean, Uh you know, I was expecting... Cybertronian designs, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so what we actually got today was um, Optimus Prime, who is a Voyager, Sideswipe, a Deluxe, and Fire Drive, Battlemaster Fire Drive, which is basically uh, Hot Rod's Target Master Firebolt. Let's see, you have that hot, the Legends version of that Hot Rod. Is this the same mold? It's not. Um... So actually, I was looking. I was looking into this. It's very much in the same line of engineering as the Takara Target Masters, but it is a completely new thing. Interesting. I think it may um, lack knees too, compared to the uh, Takara Tomi ones. Um. Well, possibly just out of not needing to have them. Let me see. Let me grab one real quick. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. It does look like the legs are kind of static. Yeah, and and hollow, if you look at which, the robot mode render. Which, um, honestly, kind of makes the five ninety nine price point for these feel a lot worse. Yeah. If if I could get those nice Takara Tomy ones for, you know, five ninety nine each, that's not too bad, I don't think. But... Well, in one respect, these might be better because it at least looks like Fire Drive's legs lock into the gun barrels effectively. Okay. Uh, it's not like the Takara ones were ever the most stable things around. Mm. Cups isn't bad. But... The Decepticon ones for the Takaratomi aren't bad, but the Autobot ones, yeah, just kind of fold over. The Decepticon ones are a little bit more involved, but they're not—they're still not particularly stable in their gun modes. And and I'm sure since if Hasbro is doing well, if they're doing new model Target Masters that aren't just the ones that came before you'll be seeing these recycled into any Takara product down the road. 
Well, I'm sure we will see these uh, in Takara product when they uh, port over War for Cybertron Siege completely unaltered as they have with Power of the Primes, denying us the chance to get better deco versions or anything creative out of this line whatsoever. Yes. Yeah, sure. And, I mean, I can see what they were doing with Optimus to a to a minor degree. Well, we'll get to that. Let's build up to oh. that. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, we'll build up. So the um, the Battle Masters, the Target Masters, look a lot like the Takaratomi ones, but seem to be completely newly newly designed, newly engineered. I'm kind of hoping they might actually be a little bit bigger than the Takara ones. Um, it partly just to fill out that six dollar price point. Uh, the only thing we know that they come with, based on these renders, is just little energy blast effects you can peg on the gun barrels. Um, yeah. And, you know, a small, barely posable figure and two little blast effects. I'm not really feeling $6 for that each. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, it's, it's a stretch. It, it is kind of a step down from, from little vehicle or pretender shell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't expect a whole lot of, from the pretender shell type thing. But for this, yeah, you'd want a little more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... It, I guess it's about on par with the pretender shells, but it just feels like so much less toy. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, even though the, even though the pretender shells didn't do much, you got them mainly because they were the pretender shells, right? And and they found a way to work pretenders back into the line in a in, in a in a somewhat creative way. This is just a target master. I mean, it, it might come with something else. I I don't know. Reflective iron on patch. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I mean, it could be you know anything or not. I mean, I'm sure there'll probably be a collector's card in there. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll probably keep the collector's card motif going. Uh, yeah, I was going to say since we're Prime didn't have one. You know, with those yeah. uh, like with those energy effect pieces, if we're recycling, you know, toy line concepts from the early 2000s, probably there will be an exclusive card for the new trading card game in there. Ooh. Wait a minute! It didn't, didn't we say that there was a new Transformers card game coming out? That's what I just said. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I meant. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm a little tired tonight. I apologize, Rob. I'm I hear you, Don. It's no thing. problem. <sighs> well, In other news, of, water's wet. Speaking of a dearth <laughs> of creativity, how about that sideswipe? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Now, how is this? Okay. We were thinking, yes. again, again, we may have been a little clouded by War for Cybertron, the video game, in our head, setting up a similar motif. So that, that could be on us to a degree. No, I think no, it's but, on, I think it's on uh, John Warden for specifically citing things like Tetrajets Tetra in, in the early uh, tease yeah, for War but, for Cybertron at, what, Toy Fair? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that sideswipe is so 84, it hurts. Yes, that's pretty painful, not, right? Yeah, it is not. This is not a Cybertronian vehicle mode at all. It's just a vehicle mode. Oh, it, it's a mix between a Ferrari and a Lamborghini. And while I like the car mode very much, it's yeah. not at all what we were told it was going to be. Yeah. And I'm going to guess they're going to reuse the same basic mold to get a Sunstreaker of some sort out of it, too, I'm guessing. Mm, maybe. Well, I Red Alert, I would, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, right away. Yeah. Well, uh, the um the nice vents, on top the vents on the uh, back third of the car, mm-hmm. like put me a little bit in mind of something that would look right on a Sunstreaker. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, you know, I could see them trying to get double duty out of this. At the same time, though, they're probably not going to address Sunspeaker as a super high priority because that was in Combiner Wars. So, like, if they have to choose between that and doing something else off of this engineering frame, at least, if not the exact car parts, you know, yeah. I, I would hope they would okay, air to another. Sunstreaker's been a couple of years ago now. I don't think they'd have a problem giving us another one. But this design team is not just going to paint one yellow and call it Sunstreaker. That is not 84 enough. <laughs> we'll get red alert, and we'll probably get a different mold Sunstreaker. I mean, I mean, that's true. They do love 84. Yeah. They have shirts I'm, and everything. Something I'm looking at with this is I'm wondering if that peg on the on the hood is actually the same size as the pegs we've been getting on things the last couple of years. Because if so, is it me or is it just kind of large relative to the rest of the body here? Yeah, it is. It does stick out. Well, stand out, I guess. Um, I mean, look at the uh, look at the robot mode render and look at the port on the one forearm. Yeah. You know, that's looking kind of large, too. Although I think there might be some scaling issues with this render. Because that, that, its left arm and fist look rather wrongly oversized compared to what the right arm and fist look yeah, like. This could oh, be a perspective yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think they could be trying to simulate some perspective on this and just kind of got it wrong. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised with this design team if they wanted to throw a couple of, like... Easter egg slash unexpected things. Instead of us getting red alert, we get a red alert themed color design, but it's called clampdown. I mean, you know, they they could they could do that as well if they wanted to, you know, have a red alert style. And then we'll get this in yellow as Tiger Track. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm saying, you know, this design team at least knows they they know the history of the, a lot of the figures and stuff, or we wouldn't we wouldn't be getting, getting some of the more obscure stuff like Moon Racer and some other figures. So I'm just saying they could easily look at some of these you know, like clamp down on tiger tracks and that would be like the wave wave two or three repaint down the road. Yeah, I'm sure those would sell gangbusters. Oh, I think I see what that peg on the uh, hood is supposed to attach to. Um, there are uh, sockets in the uh, target master's arm that probably match up to that. Thinking the uh, target master arm sockets might actually be a little bit too small for that. It's possible. Well, when I was looking at the sideswipe, the robot mode, it looked like to me the way his gun is designed, it looks like it could also be plugged in as a as his shoulder cannon as well. The the way that it looks like it, yeah, probably so. Yeah, yeah. So it's so it's, it's going to pull double duty as a shoulder cannon or as a gun. The way, the way that design looks. So the description of Sideswipe says it comes with two weapons that can plug together to make, like, a bigger weapon. So I'm not sure if the um, rifle we're seeing in the robot mode render is supposed to be both of those plugged together already or if that's just one of them. Uh, So, like, Don, you probably called it. If that's just one, it's probably supposed to be plugged in as his shoulder cannon, and he's got another one to use as a handgun. Or, or, Or maybe it's the pile driver piece to give him a pile driver arm. Um, well, one's called a photopulsor proton launcher, and the other's a gyro blaster. So no. neither of those sound like a pile driver, but what do I know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was true. about to. I was about to say, I'm sure those were both on his original tech spec. So probably. 
Well, it's probably from some place somewhere. But while we're talking about Sideswipe, let's talk about um, what they have apparently replaced the foil stickers with this time oh, around. Good. I was hoping we'd get to the paint applications. Well, this oh. is the first time it's been relevant. So, yes, Matt, why don't you tell us what you think, since you obviously have some thoughts. Okay, so I hated with a fiery, fiery vengeance the uh, foil stickers, as we all did, I believe. Mm-hmm. But the curious choice here is to replace it with paint decos, but they've taken the the very limited paint budget that they have, and instead of giving details, they've chosen to scuff its shoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I just don't understand either. that decision. Yeah, uh, scuff the shoes and also mess up his belt a little bit. Yeah, and it's not really consistent. Like his thighs are all are all dirty and stuff, but his his bottom shins and stuff look pristine. Like, and why? And the the battle damage is in the Voyager description for Optimus Prime too. So this looks like, again, it's going to be a line-wide thing. And can I just say, what is with these gimmicks and these lines, man? Just give us some toys. Yeah. Enough with the gimmicks. I hate weathered paint. Like, seriously. It never looks good. No, it does not. It looks good when people do it in custom. Then it looks great. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't, (laughs) because they always overdo it. Well, Well, I mean... well, now, I have seen stuff like I do have the uh, 3A uh, Stronghold, the tank that becomes the, the robot tank from the, from the 3A line. And that's got some really great texturing and weather damage, but you're also looking at a piece that's a lot more expensive. And you don't seem to see it getting, like you said, you don't see it done right when you have to do it on a budget. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, they could have just taken it and thrown it down the steps and say, battle damage. Yeah. Well, okay, and the thing that bugs me here, too, is that the description says um, the Sideswipe figure features story-inspired battle-worn deco. So are you going to come with, like, you know, little uh, bio snippets saying one day Sideswipe tripped and scraped his shoes against the sidewalk? He cried for five minutes. (laughs) No, see, that much much text there, that's way too much for a a packaging back these days. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sideswipe. He fell once. <laughs> Sideswipe has fallen. <laughs> he cannot get up. Sideswipe has fallen. Starscream is the new leader. Oh, wait. <laughs> but no, in, in terms of like story inspired, I don't remember Sideswipe, Sideswipe falling and scraping his shoes. Yeah, I don't remember that at any point. <laughs> no, I must have missed that episode. Well, it was an off-camera moment when Prime took his jetpack and more than me to the eye part three. He went, ah, jeez, and he just was kicking the ground. He was just mad because Prime took his jetpack. Sure. So that, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> no, in that case, I'd more expect his fists to be messed up because it seems more like he'd be, you know, punching a rock somewhere instead of kicking things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, okay, so I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Like, it, it's a joke, yes, but... I, well, no, I do love 84. I guarantee I love 84 at least as much as this design team does. But I, I would probably actually like that side swipe if it wasn't for the stupid battle damage paint deco. It completely ruins it for me. 
And I am not going to buy toys where I have to paint everything that I buy to make it, you know, acceptable. Or strip paint from them. Yeah. Yeah, Spock said, you won't need to paint. You'll just need to go buy a magic eraser at the dollar store and you'll probably be fine. To fix my $20 deluxe straight out of the package. But here's the thing. These figures are now going to be supposedly around the studio series price point. Yeah, they give an SRP of nineteen ninety nine. Good point. Yeah. So it's like we're getting we and I don't want us to sound like we're we're ungrateful for the transformers that we get. I don't know, I'm a little ungrateful. Well I'm not I'm not grateful at all. This is a transaction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. I mean we got rid of the stickers. Mostly, kind of, sort of. At least the yeah, cur- but I don't think they did that because we asked them to. I think they did that right. just because they were already planning to get rid of the stickers. So, um, right. I'm also right. not going to convey any gratitude for that. No, but I'm I'm just saying. But they've moved on to something that's even is as bad in different ways. No, though. actually, it's worse because with the foil stickers, you can just peel those off the toy. Uh, yeah. Without need for uh, you know chemical intervention or like I guess in I've some cases you have to paint new details on to replace some of what the stickers were representing. But like again, you could just you know peel those foil stickers off if they offended you that much, and a lot of people did. It's a little bit harder to just like grab the edge of a paint app and you know tear it off. <laughs> True. This isn't Garfield. You can't just you know pull a hole off the wall and jump through it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just I feel like leading this reveal with sideswipe is just it's taking all the wind out of the sails, man. Seriously. Yeah. Again, I like I would probably like this toy if it wasn't for that odd paint decision. Cause I mean the the universe two point uh ten year old at this point deluxes could stand a bit of an update, yeah. We haven't had a sideswipe in forever. But mm-hmm. again, I mean, there are other more interesting choices we could have gotten. Yeah, I mean, this looks like it's a perfectly serviceable toy. I just, it's not something I need or really want. And if, even if I did, this this battle damage paint would really be giving me pause here. I'm, yeah, it'll be interesting to see it in package, like when you can actually go to a store. No, I you know, assuming these waves come out. Well, I just mean interesting is in like how offensive to our you know sensibilities is it? Like uh, we think it's pretty equally? bad now. Yeah, yeah, we think it's pretty bad. If anything, I would think it would probably get worse when we see it in person. Well, I mean, let's wait and see what the SDCC samples look like too. Yeah, true. I just I don't I don't understand any of the design choices here, or at least rather, I don't understand any of these design choices versus what we were told before mm-hmm. you know that is, that is not a cybertronian vehicle mode in the least that is a you know modern earth it's a concept, concept car. car yeah yeah i i don't understand the point of the battle damage and the energy effects unless you know unless suddenly they decided they would really want to be making like marvel universe toys from about <laughs> six seven years ago I, some of those had some really nice blast effect stuff, though. They did, but also be sure to store them away from these, like the soft capes and things, because they will rip the paint right off of the uh, uh, the soft parts. Will rip the paint right off of your metallic Iron Man figures. Mm. Swell, hey. yeah, it's great. It sounds it. 
Um, so, okay, Optimus Prime then. <laughs> sure isn't. Sure isn't Optimus Prime. Uh, like I said, Optimus Tra- Prime transformed into a Cybertronian 1976 white freight liner. Uh, I forget the exact serial number truck. But this one has a trucker cap on top, so completely different. It is a Cybertronian 1976 white freight liner truck with eyebrows. Yes. Uh, can I, uh, this is... Uh, the only way this way, hang on a second, hang on a second. Now, do you remember? You guys remember what the front of the uh, the turtle van toy from the early nineties looked like? Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. So wow. paint this Optimus Prime green. That it has to be a Cybertronian mode because on no planet with an atmosphere would that be at all aerodynamic or energy efficient. Well, no, that's so, that's so, that's why it's the nineteen seventy six one. They didn't have such advanced uh, you know engineering methods to. Make the you know airstream truck. They didn't have they know. didn't have curves back then. No, they didn't. No, right. I mean, have, you, have you seen a car from the seventies? There are no curves at all. It's, it's all yeah. hard corners. I kind of missed uh, that, honestly. This this Optimus looks wrong. Yeah, yes. like yes, Optimus it's robot mode, and I don't know what in alt mode. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's it's even the robot mode doesn't. It doesn't look as good to me as the current leader power of the Prime's Optimus. But there's only a Voyager, mm. I mean. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with the robot mode again, but the, yeah. the vehicle mode does not say Cybertronian in any way, shape, or form. It's, like Rob said, a 1976 white Freightliner with some stuff stapled to it. With mm-hmm. a new hat. It's yeah, a white Freightliner with, <laughs> with a new hat. But he's got a new hat. And no, he doesn't want the, the sun is, in his eyes. Yeah, and again, this just both of these in different ways represent like a, a either unintentional or willful misunderstanding of the Sunbow Cybertronian aesthetic. Sideswipe is almost sort of there in that he is very streamlined, but he still looks like an Earth concept car. Yeah, there is entirely too much detail on this, and it is still far too much like the Earth alternate mode to work as a Sunbow Cybertronian alternate mode. Yeah, you know what the biggest crime is going to be? When we actually do see the wheeljack that we're all, like, 99% sure is coming, and it's not in any way the armored floating box that it was in the cartoon. Yes, I, I want that. I, I see, want the box. Yeah, see, that's that's what makes me so upset is, again, if we might have been inferred. I mean, he said tetrajets, which in our mind, again, like I said at the, at the, at the top of the show. And we have not seen any Seekers yet. Yeah, right yeah. But I'm saying, even if we got tetrajet Seekers, this is not going to be a even a close aesthetic. I mean, it's, it's just... No. It, it's just, it's not going to mesh saying... This is Cybertronian, and this is Cybertronian. When it's like, there's no concept. There's no. There's no. Nothing gels between these designs to say this is Cybertron, and it's mm-hmm. just. Yeah, there is no design cohesion. Yeah, yeah and, it, and to be honest, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna small tangent here. I am offended how much third party has infected our mainstream toys with excess detail. None of this hmm. detail is necessary, and one of the things one of the things that I liked about the Sunbow Cybertronian designs is that they were very sleek. Because yeah. again, just 
jumping back to Marvel, one of the theories that like the creator uh, of several of the good Iron Man armors, Bob Layton, had about how Iron Man armor should be designed is that the more advanced it is, the less detail you should see on it because they've gotten it better, it's sleeker, it's smoothed out. And this is just a whole bunch of absolutely unnecessary detail and unnecessary, you know, paint smears on his legs and shoulders. Just, you know, detail for detail's sake. It is, it's ugly. Yeah, and and um, the the enhanced sculpt detail is something they were actually talking about with the start of Titans Return as being like something they've recognized that the fans want. Uh, Which, like you say, is probably an influence from what they're seeing people buy of third party stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, yeah. in in some in some cases, this hyper detailing works, and I've used an example before. If you know, super imaginative joke in SIC, there are some lines in which this hyper detailing works. Like if they had done Forza, or they had done you know a similar line where you needed that kind of techie detail. But these are too prime is too hyper detailed to actually enjoy the figure because you've got all this stuff tacked on, like he drove through a. A, a campground and, well, and to make is carrying it, a bunch of stuff with them. To make it a little bit worse, like the vehicle mode has like all this greebly detail, but then you go to the robot mode. If you look at the picture where he's um, quote unquote holding the target master, battle master, excuse me, um, like that robot mode is much more smoothed down. So like that does not even look like it corresponds to what the alternate mode is on an aesthetic level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do like that they pared down the detail on the robot mode a little bit. That's nice, but... Yeah, but, I mean, you have to do it with everything or not at all. Yeah. And uh, just the the battle damage detail on the shoulders is just so square, I swear it was originally <laughs> designed to be a sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, just and... wait until, like, wave two or three when it starts being stickers. Yep. Now, the one no thing Lord. I would... Don't even. Yeah. Dear God. The, the one thing I want to, one thing I want to get across is, and I went on, I went off on this a long time ago. On, well, this is a personal thing about how the fandom was seeing little bits and pieces, and then making these wild assumptions. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, this this may seem like I'm being a bit of a hypocrite, and I'm trying not to be, but I'm just saying with what we've seen. So I'm not saying the whole line's going to be bad. I'm just saying what we're seeing on this initial reveal. The cohesion of the line is, is what I'm calling into question based on what little we've heard so far and what the name invokes. So mm-hmm. I am not I am not drawing parallels to say, oh, these two figures suck. The whole line is going to suck because that's mm-hmm. the one thing I hate when people say, like, oh, I saw a trailer for the movie. The whole movie sucks. You can't tell that from a trailer. Yeah. So, the whole I mean, point it, of a trailer is to get you excited for the movie. So actually, right. you kind of can... Well, no, I mean, to Don's point, I would say uh, this trailer is not, you know, making me interested in this movie. I'm probably not going to go see it. I don't think it's fair to say the movie sucks based on not liking the content of the trailer. But that's a tangent for a different discussion, which we had like a year ago. Yeah, Yeah. but that's that's a good way. If this reveal was a trailer, no, no Optimus Prime pun intended, it's not making me really... Hype for this line until yeah, no, I see it's, some this more is designs. an underwhelming yeah. reveal. It's it's extremely underwhelming. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure we'll see more at San Diego Comic Con. Some mm-hmm. of that, you know, may stand a better chance. 
I hope hopefully. so. I, I, really... I kind of have a feeling that I, I'm going to end up liking the small, cheap things from this line uh, the most. I, I have a feeling that the Target Masters and Micro Masters are going to be right up my alley. I am the right there with you. I'm yeah, so skip- let's, let's, let's talk about this Micro Master thing briefly, because we only have a little bit of information here. Um, so we're recording on Friday the 13th. Ooh, spooky. Call Chris Triplett. Hey, we should have got Chris <laughs> Triplett. Oh, no, we can't get Chris Triplett because he's playing Friday the 13th. Never mind. He's so... busy. <laughs> um, we're recording on Friday the 13th. Um, on Thursday, Thursday night, uh, some listings were found on Amazon Australia uh, for new upcoming Transformers product. And there's some stuff that we think we're attributing to Cyberverse, which is not really the topic here. But there was a bunch of other listings which seem kind of generic and don't really lead anywhere until you get to this like last one in the batch, which is uh, the Transformers Off-Road Patrol action figure. Uh, so then when you, like, go backwards through that and, you know, this uh, Transformers race car action figure, Transformers sports car action figure, etc., it's all MicroMaster Patrol names. They just didn't put Patrol with anything except that last one. Um, mm-hmm. Based on what we're seeing with these listings, um, the $15-ish Australian price point looks like it would convert to about $10, $10 or $11 U.S. So it looks... What we can infer from this right now is that MicroMaster sets might be taking the place of the Legends class we've had for the last several years. Uh, so three, maybe four packs of little Minicon-sized toys instead of getting more Minibots or something. Yeah, so I'll never have a Cliff Jumper, a Huffer, a Pipes. Uh, it seems yeah. extremely unlikely, camp. yeah. Or a Warpath. Hadn't we heard something to this effect at some point that this that, that is what was going to happen with the Legends uh, price point? It may have been I, rumored some time back, but you know how rumors go. Yeah, I want, oh, yeah. I want to say there were store listings that, that tipped us to uh, the Battle Master and Micro Master price points because when I when we got those code oh, names... you might be right. Yeah, we got those code names that all, you know, had names that, you know, corresponded to groups, you know, Toilet Troop, this, that, the other. <laughs> that, that one, of course, is the one that stuck, but... You know, I, I, I remember, I like I said, I remember I wrote a T-Formers story saying, okay, these are all groups. This is the uh, this is looking like it's going to be the MicroMaster price point we'd heard about. These are MicroMaster Patrol code names. All right, so, so, so if these Target Masters are $6 a piece and the MicroMaster are what we're thinking in $11 price range, what are we thinking, two figures per pack? I'm hoping for three, three minimum. Because yeah, they'd have two to be is not than Target yeah. Master. Well, obviously. two is not well, much of a patrol on its own. Yeah, well, no. well yeah. Target Target did get the three pack of bot shots in. Is that is that what they were? No, not not bot shots. Uh, no, the the, uh, lap, the tiny turbo turbo. Yeah, yeah. They have they have three of them for nine ninety nine. A MicroMaster does have a little more mass, but they're really about the same thing. Just fold over the hood and fold the legs back and. In general, for a MicroMaster, yeah, I'm, I was about to say, really... a MicroMaster had a little more mass. We we don't know what the new <laughs> MicroMasters are going to look like at this point. I I mean, I'm really thinking if we're getting MicroMaster updates, and I'm going to use the term updates here really loosely. I'm thinking it's probably going to be very very similar to just like original MicroMasters in terms of engineering complexity, which is to say, not much at all, and probably well, I also. Small. I thought I also remembered, and I may be wrong, but I thought I also remembered hearing a uh, 
uh, hearing a rumor that they were either adding or moving the Legends price point to $15. And I'd say a donut Australian prices just get kicked over to Australian dollars sometimes. So if we're getting $6 for a single figure and 15 for three, that more or less tracks. No, so... Um, a Legends Amazon figure list... is not worth $15. The, but um, three smaller figures worth fifteen dollars. Okay, no, shut up. The uh, Amazon listings <laughs> are on Amazon Australia, but they are product from Amazon US. Um, so much like we would see international products with their uh, local market prices converted to our local currency, I think that's what's going mm-hmm. on here. So the fifteen okay. dollars on Amazon Australia is the equivalent to the ten eleven ish that it would be being sold by Amazon US directly, but nobody's selling to the US right now, so you can't access those listings except through Amazon Australia because Amazon works in really weird ways. Yeah. Hey guys, I just had a thought that I wanted to run past y'all that made me a little jubilant. I would be surprised if you didn't, Don. Uh, what if the new MicroMasters are actually recolored tiny turbo changers because they did do a three pack? <laughs> they did do a three pack at Target for nine ninety nine. Oh boy! You know, so what? You know, people really did like those tiny turbo changers, and you know, the uh, like G one style ones might be a nice novelty for a wave or yeah. so. so. So I'm saying, what if those are the new micro? Since they've already got the molds, why make new molds? When they can just recolor the existing tiny turbo changers and get, and those would, I think they would make new molds, but they might that might be um uh that might be a direction to look at for like the kind of engineering to expect out of this potentially, or or or, or them working it them, them working it into that price point, uh, you know, like you get two bigger figures or three small ones and so you know in some in some fashion or, I don't know, it, it, it just seems like they've got all those molds that they would want to reuse somewhere. Yeah, I'm. What I'm thinking right now is we're gonna see MicroMasters that are somewhere between like Titan Master size and Target Master size, the the Legends Target Masters. Yeah. Um, you know, with appropriate MicroMaster level complexity, where it is basically just fold over these parts, unfold this part, and you're done. Uh, and for that, they might be able to pack three of those in one set together for uh, ten, eleven dollars. Uh, do y'all mind if I throw another kind of wild idea out at you? Okay, but this is the last one, Don. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, since the whole thing is is battle masters and fighting, why not arms Micron already assembled in the package? It's they did that with Leo Kaiser. Isn't that essentially what the Battle Masters are going to be for? Yeah, I'm, I'm basically Arms Microns are Target Masters in a way, just you know different. So things. you're saying add some Arms Microns into the Battle Masters assortment? Yeah, I mean the molds already exist. They would just need to they would just need to be pre-made, put together, and then put into the assortment. I could see it honestly, um, unless I could see it unless at this point they don't cost out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be so sad. No, but one of the gimmicks of this does seem to be from the little bit of copy we've gotten to see um, that, like, all the various weapons will be able to combine uh, with each other in different ways. You can make, you know, custom weapon combos and stuff like that. And that was a key feature of how the Arms Microns worked as well. So, like, 
I don't think Don's too far off the trail here with that idea. I don't know if it'll play out exactly as, you know, taking existing arms microns, but we could see things that aren't guns, at least. Yay, I wasn't left out of the podcast. Yay. I wouldn't mind seeing a transforming yeah. axe dude again. Chop yeah. some friends. Well, heck, you know, yeah. they might they might rotate some of the power core combiner weapons into these assortments. You know, I mean, they've got enough small things that turn into other things that they can stick in a multi-pack. Yeah, it just depends what they can get out of storage or whatever and what will cost out in an assortment. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about before we um, before we abandon ship here tonight. Uh, so there was the theory going around briefly after we saw um, the reveal of Punch Counterpunch, the reveal of the stock photos for that, that that might be a pre-tool preview release for War for Cybertron. Um, it's my opinion now that that's entirely not what's happened. Yeah. Yeah, I can get behind that. I mean, it... You know, speak up if you disagree, but to me it seems like the design style, the aesthetic is completely different between, like, Counterpunch and Sideswipe. Um, and besides that, there's other things like Counterpunch doesn't have a wealth of 5mm uh, pegs to mount weapons. Uh, Counterpunch does have little Prime Master pegs on the spoiler, so it, it doesn't really seem like there's crossover between those. Does anyone disagree? No, it's 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 different. It. It's very different. But I, I'm just wondering if this this is a brand new mold. Mm-hmm. But who would they who 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 is going to see reuse? Who's going to who will this mold become down the road? Unless they just ignore the other bot hiding in there, and they just market <laughs> and they just mar- they just market it as in one one character they use one robot mode. Yeah. They repackage it in robot mode as another character, and unless you're a collector, the kids would never realize unless they just are fiddling with it and say, hey, I've got another whole robot in here. Yeah, no, I mean, if you think about it, like, Counterpunch, starting out as Counterpunch, Counterpunch, and then going on to be, like, different individual robot characters afterward, is kind of the opposite of how it happened um, the last time where they took the universe sideswipe mold which was sold as one robot at the time and then done as punch counterpunch for the fun pub exclusive um so i don't think this would be you know a, a sunstreaker for instance but it could be used for hopefully point blank because that one robot was basically perfect for that yeah, in different exactly. colors yes. and we yeah, are getting um <laughs> battle masters now. yeah so <laughs> like the theming kind of fits yeah, the car mode doesn't at all, but the robot mode is spot on perfect. Yeah, I mean, who cares if the car mode fits if the robot resemblance is so close? Well, I I do, but that's yeah. because I'm a nerd in my late thirties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the, who's on the internet? Enough. Yeah, who's on, who's fair on enough. Yeah. I can't really argue that point because I get on I, I get on my hills too. You know, yell yeah. at the clouds. I I mean, and there's. There could be alternate parts somewhere on this entirely new mold just to make the car point blankier. <laughs> point blankier. Yeah. But then what about Shore Shot and Crosshairs? Mm-hmm. Out in the cold? I'll not stand for that. I was about to say, randomly assembled from some other mold as an Amazon exclusive next year? Um, I mean, 
just because they would take point blank from Counterpunch, which wasn't necessarily designed for the War for Cybertron line, doesn't mean they couldn't make uh, more Target Master characters in the War for Cybertron oh. line. It's a Cybertronian yeah. side swipe. I mean, yeah. If not more so, which might actually rule it out in this case. <laughs> it's too Cybertronian for the Cybertronian line. Wow. <sighs> One surprised me. Wow. Yeah, wow is about right. So uh, if you want to see the um, the promo renders uh, that we've been talking about, you can go to tformers.com slash 33896. You can go directly to the news post with the renders from Game Informer. And, of course, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, the Transformers brand panel is on July 19th at 11 a.m. Pacific time, I believe. Is that right, Jason? That is correct. Uh, And we will be doing a live stream uh, that day, if all goes well. So I presume it won't, because that's just our luck. And, of course, you can follow tformers.com for live coverage of that as well. And we'll probably be retweeting stuff on Twitter at TF Radio uh, as we see it and as we you know, have time and access to do so. Uh, we do expect to see more from the War for Cybertron Siege line. Yes, we did have that confirmed uh, with this reveal that the, the prevailing speculation was right. It is Siege as the subtitle for the first War for Cybertron line. Rob, um, how are you describing the current brand naming? Uh, I was describing it as Transformers colon Generations colon War for Cybertron colon Siege. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> That's a lot of colon. Yeah, this this title needs a colonoscopy. <laughs> So Don suggests in our chat oh, that punches Nightbeat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can get behind that. I mean, the, only, the head's there. The only the problem with that is that it's not designed to be a headmaster. Yeah. And well, I will. It was the generations yeah. one, but we shapeways our way into that now, didn't we? <laughs> yes, I was about to say I already have one, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, if they <laughs> if they do a Nightbeat prior to the headmaster's line and after the headmaster's line but didn't do one in the headmaster's line i will murder this is my hill to die on right that's, here that's why it's going to be done 